Welcome to Niners Talk with John, Tim, and Brian. Let's talk Niners. How can six of you miss a play like that, huh? What is up, Niners Nation? It is Super Bowl week for the NFC champion San Francisco 49ers. Tim, how are you feeling today? Well, I'll be honest. I kind of enjoyed this week off with no stress. I was able to sleep well. I was getting a lot of things done around the house because my Sundays weren't wrapped up in, okay, it's four hours of game time. Okay, it's a half hour to game time. All right, for the next four hours, I'm going to be an absolute ball of stress. But it's the Super Bowl. So the 49ers are going against uh, the Kansas City Chiefs in a rematch of the Super Bowl four years ago. Niners are looking to get their first Super Bowl in over 30 years, I think it's been since January of 95. And the Chiefs 29 are for to, those of you who can count. Yeah, Super Bowl 29. No, um, it's been 29 years. Isn't it 29 years? All right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and the Chiefs are looking to solidify themselves as the dynasty that has, I guess, succeeded, succeeded the, uh, the Patriots. If you want to look from that angle. I think right now, looking at this game, and I know we're going to get into a lot of the keys to victory, I think some of the national media are thinking that it's a foregone conclusion that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs will ride off into the sunset with the Super Bowl trophy, and the Niners may make a game out of it. But most of the riders that I follow expect this to be a very competitive game. The teams are very well balanced in terms of strengths, in terms of weaknesses. But... It's the Super Bowl, and this is where legends are made, and your careers are defined by just a few hours, and it will down to a single or a couple of plays. So that's how I'm feeling, John. I'm feeling good. It was an uneventful week in terms of football, other than basking in the glow of the NFC Championship game. So that took actually probably about a week, almost a week, to to kind of wear off. <laughs> by the end, by probably by Thursday or Friday, it, it was. The glow was gone, but no, I think as, as Tim said, I think it'll be, it's, it's weird how we're favored, but it's also weird it how everyone weird. else in NFL land is saying that we're going to get pummeled, destroyed, or we're going to lose in some shape or form. Trying not to, trying to be positive, trying to stay confident and getting ready for the game this weekend. So John, well, for me, this is an old story from olden times. <laughs> the story of the mighty giant versus the weakling. The story of David versus Goliath. But the Chiefs are not one Goliath. They are three Goliaths. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Taylor Swift. Taylor so we Swift is a Goliath? Chance. Well, she no, Taylor is Swift a is a Goliath. She's a Goliath, yeah. Let's, let's be honest there. She's a Goliath. But what does football teach you? That you always have a chance. Look what Purdy did just last week against the Lions. So this is the 49ers versus the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. And just like that, it's, it's, otherwise it's just too much. And for those of you who have never seen it, the John Malkovich teaser for the 
AFC Championship about five years ago is what I'm paraphrasing from. Beyond that, for those of you who are listening, first time and long time listeners, special shout out to Rohan, who has been very diligent at leaving his comments on Spotify. Thank you, Rohan. And just like Rohan, if anybody's got a moment, give us a like, give us a subscribe. I had a, I think almost a hundred listens last week of our point by point breakdown of the NFC championship and how we all rode the roller coaster. So let's get into it. Let's get into the Super Bowl. Most importantly, how are we going to watch the Super Bowl? Tim, what are you going to do Super Bowl Sunday? Well, I was distracted by your John Malkovich impression. And if we had a larger budget, I think the theme music could have gone into your rendition of his tease, <laughs> teaser. And, and maybe if we had a larger budget, we could afford to pay uh, CBS and John Malkovich uh, royalties. But since oh, this is just a, our, our just... budget meetings are usually pretty fast. And we got John's credit card. Yeah. (laughs) But one thing before we get into that and the whole David versus Goliath, I was thinking about this. Doesn't Brock Purdy look like he could be working at Starbucks? Like as a barista, like, oh, that guy has a San Francisco 49ers group and he makes a good latte. How how did you come up with that? (laughs) Well, he he looks young enough to look like a, like a parking attendant, like going to a nice (laughs) restaurant. He looks like a valet. He's he's got the tie on. He's probably got a vest. He's working his way through college. Yeah. yeah maybe a little like, gel in the hair. <laughs> dab it up. No, he's, he's her guy. Um, guy listen, uh, I own, I own three sweater vests and I want to just go on record by saying <laughs> there's nothing wrong with sweater vests. I think it makes you look very knowledgeable and intellectual. Plus with the glasses and you know, how I walk around my company, I, I think people look to you as a saying, yeah, that guy's a subject matter expert on, on, on that particular topic. So it's the mullets of sweaters. Oh, I, I don't like... <laughs> well, ad- agree to disagree. My sweater vest and I think of because, because if you wore that sweater vest without a shirt on, you're ready to party. Well, I was going to say, instead of that, John, what I would come back to you with is an Excel spreadsheet and a PowerPoint slides and walk you through the data points in the oh, analysis. Oh, that's perfect. Yes, of why sweater vest. But how did we get on this subject? I so don't anyway, know. Back, yes, back to, back to football subject. or yes. Starbucks. Why? What are you doing on Super Bowl Sunday, Tim? Well, and this is breaking news, so I can share this with you. I am considering actually going to Las Vegas, and here's why. My company is sending me either Thursday morning or late tomorrow to Los Angeles. And I looked at Google Maps and Google Maps says it's 285 miles from Los Angeles to Las Vegas. I haven't decided yet, Tim, but I feel like somebody is giving me a sign. So Was it Brian, I needed to hear that. <laughs> I needed some, like some creative pushing. So yes, I just say, would you please go out and support this particular client on this engagement? And like four years ago, something similar happened where I wasn't that close, but I was able to rearrange a ticket to get there. That's where I'm at right now. Would you buy a ticket? At these prices, probably not. Yeah. (laughs) Unless John... (laughs) As my older, wonderful brother, if you just don't need both kidneys and want to just 
we can go on the dark web and see what the black market rate for them is and all her in mind. And maybe we might make half of what they're yeah. going for. No, I think that's going to be a, a tall order with the prices going what they are. I, I don't know. So I'm looking into it. I mean, obviously I would be coming in there late and we'll see, but if that doesn't happen, then I will most likely be right where I'm sitting right now, probably with a sheet over my head. I contemplated to paraphrase Homer Simpson. I'm going to hide under a bunch of blankets and hope everything works out in the Super Bowl. But otherwise I'll probably be watching it here. Well, if you can follow Taylor Swift's motorcade, you'll be fine. <laughs> you pretend just, I'm part of the road crew. just go straight in. Yeah. Yeah. Straight in. I'm with her. I'm a, yeah, I'm well, so I, think, I think she did. Actually, I did read this today that she is suing the kid who's been following her jet. So I don't know if I want to be the on the other end of another lawsuit. I don't have the legal. I don't have the legal means to fight that. No, <laughs> certainly can't afford a lawyer like that. Anyway, so yeah, that is my that is my that is my update. Brian, what about you? What are you going to be doing Super Bowl Sunday? Well. I, as I was saying, I, I am considering going, but now I'm even more considering going now that I've heard that little bit of information. Tim, I guess we got to talk about that, what you decide to do. I will definitely be wearing my Sriracha socks as I have been wearing all this season. The chicken wings will be made, but probably Saturday I'll leave. I might have to take one with me just to take it, just to travel, but I'll leave the rest at home. But that's kind of my, if I, if I decide to go, or I might stay, I'm my trip that I would consider is kind of a whirlwind trip. I wouldn't go to the game with prices being close to $10,000 and just go down there. Or we can just kind of sneak in with the McCaffrey's in their suite. <laughs> I don't know why that didn't go on the, on the credit card. Also, John, that could have gone nicely for us. We could have slipped well, that let in. Me, let me put this out to you. For anybody in the San Francisco 49ers organization who might be listening, if you've got two press passes for Niners Talk, I got two guys who will take them up. John at NinersTalk.com. Just send them on over. I'll make sure that this <laughs> game is well covered. For me, I will be snowboarding like I did last Super Bowl Sunday. The last year, I'll go snowboarding and hang out with my daughters and just kind of like play super low throughout the day. Cause the game doesn't come on here till three thirty or till six thirty. So I'll get all around five thirty six from snowboarding and just fire up some wings, fire up some nachos, put on the lucky bracelet, got my hat and just probably start pacing. Really going to keep it pretty mellow. And then hopefully. If they pull it out, then I won't be, I'll be able to sit and watch morning shows. Otherwise for the next week, I won't watch any morning shows at all, <laughs> but let's start talking about this game. Chiefs are the big bad wolf, the boogeyman. Defending I don't know what you guys think, but it almost feels a little bit too right. Like this story has already been written. It should be Mahomes in a walk with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift riding off into the sunset. What's in what's going to happen? In comes this team from Northern California, and they're bringing this guy, and they're bringing that guy. Oh, and don't forget about that guy. Yeah. Also, people, let's paraphrase. I mean, you've used that bunch. It's from 49 Hours, which is a great YouTube series on 
the Niners they do every time they win. That was from the Green Bay. Always love it because like, I feel like the Niners are kind of the underdog. Everybody's just saying, well, well, Mahomes, Kelsey, 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 Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. Tim, how do the Niners win this game? How do they take care of the big bad wolf, the Goliath? The- yeah, I, I think when you, when you paraphrase the game, and that was the 2021 NFC Divisional playoff game where the 49ers went into Green Bay against the number one seed Packers with Aaron Rodgers. Um, 49ers had squeaked into the playoffs. They'd beaten the Cowboys before. Um, and what did the 49ers do uh, to win that game? Uh, well, they took advantage of their opportunities. Uh, it was a defensive struggle. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the defense coming up with play after play, um, a blocked punt uh, covered by Hufanga for a touchdown. And then the 49ers, as I said, they took advantage of the opportunity. Uh, Green Bay went three and out. Niners drove in gold to kicks the game away field goal. That's basically what the 49ers have to do this game. And and there's there's here's what I'll say. Kansas City, they're the Super Bowl, the, the defending Super Bowl champions for a reason. They have got the best quarterback in a generation playing for them. They've got a Hall of Fame tight end who might be in the, in the twilight of his career, but we saw what he did against Baltimore in the AFC Championship last week. Uh, they have a, a very stout defense. This is a game I look at and I think, okay, how are the 49ers going to win? I, I think number one, John, is 49ers, they need to run the football effectively. And Kansas City, I think that's that's key number one. Kansas City has been susceptible against the run this year, particularly on the edges. And that's where the 49ers have had a lot of success this year. So who who does that mean in terms of a running game? Well, obviously it's it's the man. It's CMC, Christian McCaffrey. But that also includes Debo Samuel on those uh, reverses, on sometimes those quick pitches, him getting out, getting that seven, getting that eight. I think the 49ers, they run the football effectively. They can control the tempo of the game. They can play it on their terms, and they can keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. I think that's the first key. That will be the most critical key uh, of the football game. Ryan, what else? What do you think? What else uh, are you to do? I also know that KC will definitely, they, they will blitz a lot. Yeah. I think, Tim, you definitely noted that here. The checkdowns are going to have to be, the safety, the safety valves are going to have to be open for the Niners. So if that's, CMC or Elijah Mitchell in the flat or a quick open to use check down the middle or Kittle on drifting out towards the sideline. There's got to be some open play for him if Casey's going to blitz a lot. I, I think from the numbers, what I heard from yesterday is that they will blitz probably greater than 50% of the time. So that's definitely yeah. something to definitely to look out for. And I think you, you mentioned here, what did they say? Uh, Casey's like 17th against the run, right? So they average like they're giving up like 113 yards per game. So mm-hmm. our guys can definitely eat that up. So CMC, Debo, Elijah Mitchell, Jordan Mason, all those guys, even a little Brock Purdy scam- scramble here or there can definitely take that number up. I mean, that's what I can kind of see. And if as long as we can run the ball, then you are definitely going to get some play action passes down deep that's going to leave it open for Kittle Ayuk 
maybe some third and Juwan. I can kind of see a lot of that happening there if we can control the run nice and early. Yeah, I just wanted to add one thing on is that I think KC, they blitz, they have the fifth most blitzes of any team according to Pro, Pro Football Reference. But here's another interesting statistic. Brock Purdy is in the top three quarterbacks of being most effective against the Blitz. But there was one game that he was not very successful. He actually was moved around quite a bit and did not have a good game. And that was against Baltimore on Christmas Day, where the Ravens did blitz him relentlessly and they threw him off his game. So Brock is going to go against a, uh, a similar defense. Um, at the same time, we have to remind ourselves that the Giants, the New York Giants earlier this year, I think they blitzed something like 85%. The Cowboys in that Sunday night game in October blitzed, I want to say, about half the time. But we know that the team he's playing, they, they're obviously much better than the New York Giants, obviously better than the Dallas Cowboys. So it's going to be... We're going to see as, as cool as, as Brock Purdy can be, we're, we're going to see what he can do under that kind of uh, pressure. Because I, I think, John, I think Spagnoli is going to bring a lot at Purdy just to, to ra- try to rattle him early. Yeah, I also think what he'll do, because he's got two very good corners, is similar to what Baltimore did, is he's going to bring you the blitz, but he's going to disguise coverages. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Purdy's going to do that. Where Purdy can also be a difference maker is with his legs, which we saw in the NFC Championship game. Tim, you wrote down an interesting stat, which I thought was pretty pertinent to how we can win, because obviously whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. That's usually how it works. Uh, Usually how it works. Uh, The Niners need to score at least 30. Yeah. The Niners have done it 10 times this year, and Casey has only done it three times. Times, yeah. That's pretty tight. Now, granted, Casey's offense that was like fits and starts this mm-hmm. year. Finally got rolling. Uh, but they only scored 17 against the Ravens. I don't think they broke 30 against the Bills. No, they were below 30 in both the playoff games against the right. Dolphins and the uh, and, and Buffalo. Yeah, whereas I think the Niners were over 30, correct? No, the Niners have not scored 30 in either of their playoff games. They were... Let's so, see, it was you beat the Lions oh, 34. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. We're a little off here. I do apologize. Sorry. So, yeah, I think, I think that's going to be a key. And one of the big keys of victory I have, is, and we talked about it last week, because both of the Packers and Alliance they didn't get off to a good start. It's just yeah. get off to a good start, find that rhythm, start chewing up clock. So Patrick Mahomes is just standing on the sideline and then just don't, don't look back. Just keep your foot on the gas. Brian, any other thoughts that you might have on this game? From the offensive side, let's see. We talked about the running play, the passing. No, just, I guess, whatever Casey does, if they're going to blitz, just make sure you have an extra, you have a good safety outlet where you can pass. Yeah, I think that's really about it from the offensive side. Uh, well, let's talk D, because I think, obviously, the... John, I'll, Sorry, I'll, inter- I'll interject one more thing. I think when you look at Baltimore and how they fared against Kansas City's defense, John, I think you noted last week that Lamar Jackson, it really was not the Lamar. It was not Lamar Jackson that did not 
perform well against, although he did not perform well, but he was not the reason. It was the game plan where Baltimore said, we're going to put it in Lamar Jackson's hands. And I think that just showed you a couple of things. One, how good the Kansas City secondary is, because there were multiple times he went back to throw and seemed to hold the ball for just seemed like a day and a half. And as I'm looking up the statistics here, I, I think Kansas City got to him, I think, four times during that game uh, because he simply just had no one to throw to. And you and I were kind of befuddled by this. Like, why are you not, why are you attacking the, the Chiefs at their strength? Go after their weaknesses, which was the yeah. running game. The Ravens only had 81 yards in, in that AFC championship. Yeah, I, I think that's where the, the 49ers, if Kyle can, can set that edge um, early, I think that'll open up a lot more offensively. But I, I, I will say, John, I, and, and to you, Brian, I, I think it is going to be probably the best matchup we have seen thus far when I look at the Niners receivers versus the Kansas City corners. You're talking about just Ayuk and Debo, who are, who are just phenomenal athletes against the Chiefs corners, Sneed and, and McDuffie, who are just equally as good. Whoever is going to win that battle there. Obviously, it's going to create a key factor in addition to the running game there. So, but yeah, I, the Niners is like stick what you're good at. You've got a phenomenal running back. You've got a phenomenal receiver who can make things happen on those sweeps, on those quick pitches. So, get to the edge. I think if they set that, they can be successful on offense. And you were saying, Tim, about about that game plan of of Baltimore against KC. They only rushed it 16 times. I don't, I don't know if you said that, but that is like. That's compared to 32 times from yeah. from KC. So that's yeah. half the number. They tried to throw it 37 times, but that's just, that's 39 passing attempts by KC. Mm-hmm. They just didn't they didn't do a balanced attack there, and that no. just messed it up that whole thing for them. Yeah, no, I, I think those are all great points. I think we're going to see a lot of run to set up the pass, and if they can, they can bring those safeties out of the box and hit somebody over the top one-on-one. We've seen Brock take it because he's not supposed to be just a game manager. Why would he throw deep? Have a miraculous play to IU. Well, let's talk to the Niners D because that has been a bit of a weakness or Mm -hmm. concern as of late. And now you're going up against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Isaiah Pacheco who has also been quite good and the run. So first thing, I, the first thing I thought of when they went up against Jalen Hurts, they played a very disciplined defensive game where the, you know, the rush did not go too upfield. I don't think they're going to have something as similar, but I think they have to be disciplined in the fact that they have to just try and get around Patrick and not let him escape. There is a slight advantage for the Niners because it looks like they're all the Chiefs all pro guard is not going to be able to start. Right. And obviously, or, I, think even play. I think I think Andy yeah. Reid said it was a long shot that he would even play. Yeah. Which means you have Armstead and Hargrave, which are able to go up. You could also stunt in Chase and Bosa. So I think that's yeah, going to be pretty key, but I don't doubt that the Chiefs aren't going to get a heavy dose of Pacheco. And I think it's got to be up to Fred and Dre to try and close that down and 
hopefully Jason Bosa can get the edge. Tim, what are your thoughts on on the defense stopping this KC offense? Well, it all starts uh, and ends with with Patrick Mahomes, and uh, you need to slow him down. I don't know if the 49ers can frankly shut him down completely. I haven't seen really any teams over the last few years who have been able to, to do that. Well, I think one exception might have been Tampa in, in the Super Bowl a few years ago. It was played uh, during COVID. Um, no, Mahomes is just, he's a guy who can make something out of uh, absolutely nothing when you don't see it coming. And as I said before, he's, he's the greatest quarterback of, of this generation. How do you beat him? Well, I think number one is I would play a, a four-man front with a linebacker as a spy. And I think that's Fred or Dre, who are constantly, who are constantly monitoring them. The, the, the good thing about the Niners linebackers, they have a lot of speed and they're both great tacklers. I think that's number one. I'd also potentially go with a five-man front or very close in the box. I mean, the, the Kansas City offense this year is not as similar as the one we've seen in years past where they were known for their explosive plays when they could really just go vertical down the field. This has been much more of a check down, pick up 10, pick up six kinds of, of an offense there because they the quality of the receivers this year has not been the best. They've had their shares of, of drops and issues and sometimes a lot of scrutiny going into that. But if, if you've got Mahomes and you've got Kelsey there, those are guys that can make plays. I'm never playing zone against Kelsey. I always got a man on him. I would love to see what Fred Warner can do against him. Fred's got not only the speed, but he's got the strength that I think can match up a bit against Kelsey. We saw it a year ago, John, when we saw Fred Warner covering Cowboy wide receivers. I think one was close to 20 or 30 yards downfield. So we know he's got the speed. It's just what can he do against that man coverage? And if it's a critical down, like third down, I'm bringing a safety up. See if Jair Brown can can come in. See if we can bring over maybe a corner to govern. But I need to know where he is on the field at all times because he that he's a phenomenal player. He can make plays and he can make plays at the critical most critical times of the game. Yeah, Brian, do you think we're going to see a lot of blitzing from the 49ers? Because as Tim brought up, Tampa when they beat KC in the Super Bowl was heavy blitz, and it ended up KC ended up having to rebuild their entire O line. I, I do think you're going to get some blitzing from Stephen Wilkes. That I mean, that's part of the game. I think you can want you want to close the pocket a little bit, or and and have our guys kind of attack Mahomes. I mean, you want to rattle him as best as you can. So yes, throw in some blitzing. I think, and you want to make sure you jam Kelsey in the front when he's trying to take off. I agree with Tim. Definitely want to have like a, a man. You want to have man coverage on him, even though if you're going to play zone, because I know they like to play zone everywhere else. So Kelsey is just that big receiver who's who's just right there, who's the perfect outlet for Mahomes. Yeah, I would definitely like to see some blitzing and definitely have a man cover Kelsey all the time. I think one thing, John, that you were kind of talking about also was kind of the, as we went into this, was maybe the the effort level that's been talked about all over the news. Mm-hmm here in the Bay Area, and I'm sure nationally, there's that one viral video, I'm sure you guys have seen it, of, of Chase Young kind of yeah. slowing down a little bit. I don't know what you guys think about that, but I know it's a long game. The defense is on defense is on the field a lot. 
Goff and, and the running game was kind of kicking our butts in that in that in the game last week and that's a championship game. But I don't know. What do you guys think about in terms of the effort level or the lack of by the defense over the last week? Well, they turned it up in the second half. I Definitely. Mean, yeah. I mean I think I think they'll be ready for it. I'm I'm not actually that concerned about it. I think Fred, who's been there before and been up 10 in the fourth quarter, thinking he's going to win a Super Bowl, knows exactly that you're going to have to put every ounce of blood, sweat, and tears out there before the, the bell rings. So I'm not too concerned about it. Tim, what do you think about blitzing and the effort? Level. Yeah, well I'll, I'll well, I'll address the effort level. I, I have a hard time. I mean, I, I did see the video. I did wonder what Chase Young was doing on that particular play, but I, I can't look at that and say, well, that's 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 how he's been the entire season because I've also seen Chase Young get sacks. I've seen him make plays. No, I think the 49ers defensively have gotten off to slow starts in their two playoff games. And when I think of the 49er defense, I think of people like Fred Warner. I think of people like Nick Bosa giving speeches. I think of the D-line coach, Chris Kacarek. I don't think they would stand for a player who was not giving 100%. Yes, it went viral, but I was also more like, what is wrong with our, our game plan? John, you, you, I'm sorry, you asked me about the, uh, the blitzing here or just yeah. the defense? Yeah, because in the Super Bowl at AC Lost, we saw yeah. a lot of blitzing from Todd Bowles on the Buccaneers. Mm -hmm. They yeah. didn't have much of a line with the KC. We haven't seen a lot from the 49ers in that regard. So yeah. I'm wondering I if that's a, something they might just. I would say you'll see blitzing here and there. The 49ers have, I don't think they're going to get away from their philosophy of getting pressure with four down linemen. Now we saw that both with the Packers and the Lions and where it did not work uh, at the mm -hmm. outset and they made adjustments. So oh. I, I just have a, I just don't see Wilkes putting in a completely uh, new game plan here. I think he'll have a couple of surprises just to throw some things at, at Mahomes and help it to, uh, you know, throw him off his timing or, or force a, a quick throw. But yeah, I, I think I think they're going to stick with their basic front. And, and John, I, I I would not be surprised to see something like a like what they did against Hertz in Philadelphia, where they have a very mm -hmm. disciplined four man front, and the Forty Nine er secondary I think can match up well with the receivers. That leaves Kelsey as as the real option there. But I think if they have that, then the only thing you got to worry about is is Mahomes trying to make a play, and that's where. Fred and Dre have to be on him and mm -hmm. make it don't 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 let that potential three yard yard loss turn it into a 25 yard first down yeah uh, critical third down so that's that's where that's where I get concerned and if there is holding Mr. Referee please call it <laughs> the one thing I would like to see a little bit more defensively uh that we've seen them do uh, especially in the second half of the Detroit's play a little bit more up. I thought they gave Goff a lot more space than he really probably should have had. And I'd just like to see a little bit more tight, tighter quarters in there, especially for run defense against Pacheco. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens when, when it rolls. Uh, the other thing I will do one last thing is 
we've had two really big comebacks in the last two games. Now, personally, I would love to have a repeat of where we beat the Broncos in the Super Bowl. <laughs> or the Chargers. Or the Chargers. I apologize to those of you in Thornton, Colorado and in San Diego. I guess San Diego, LA, <laughs> wherever. Yeah, I, that's, I'd love that kind of Super Bowl. I would be very happy with it. But if the Niners are down, coming into half, They've had a, you know, where they're tied, they just have a good first half. We've seen this, the, the good is we have hope. That might not be a good thing. We have hope because they've done it. And Brock Purdy has done it. But I would prefer the former storyline of just, we, we blew out the cheek, like, good on us. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to make that with this team, what they've proven them to me in the last two weeks is they can make up a deficit. In a big way. They don't have to lead from the front. So having more ways to win just gives you, obviously, you know, better chance. Yeah. And let me, uh, I'll just say four years ago, we were in the Super Bowl in Miami. The 49ers are, are a different team. Mm -hmm. uh, Brock Purdy is, an, is, is a step up from Jimmy Garoppolo. And we've talked about that. I would put CMC, obviously, as much as I like Mossard, he, he he's the best running back in the league. Debo was a rookie in 2019. Ayuk wasn't even on the team. Uh, mm -hmm. Debo had a great game in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs yeah. in 2019. And yeah, this I, version of Debo is not the same version yeah. of 2019. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Offensively, I think the 49ers have a lot more weapons to offer in this game. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, in, in 2019, we were much more reliant on our defense. We had a great front four. Now that we, there's been some concerns over the last two games, and yeah, the Niners, they have to, don't over-pursue. You have to recognize those screens. You have to recognize those quick pitches. I think, John, if they are able to play that disciplined front four, like you said, uh -huh. I think they've got to stand a much better chance of shutting those down or keeping them from 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 large gains but I, the other one thing you gotta tackle yeah with Mahomes I mean until that knee shoulder whatever is on the ground it's just yeah. he's still in play <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah I mean you know hats off to the guy I mean he's awesome I mean yeah. but, and that's the thing is like make sure he is on the ground or on the sideline not not playing while your offense is on the field right right well I think We've, we've gotten through the game enough, and I think this will probably be our last Niners trivia coming up. I don't know how next week's going to work, because we will have a podcast. <laughs> it could be a really yeah. long one. It could also be a lawly short one. So we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But, Brian, I know you had them all ready last week. Sure, sure, sure. But we were still reveling. Went super long. We, the, we, yeah. we didn't we didn't have the energy to, to, yeah. to, to actually be to, to rack our brains anymore because the game has sucked the life force out of us oh man so uh, anyway not our trivia time with brian i we got it right here okay now is this a super bowl edition is it it's a it's little a, bit a little bit super bowl-ish it's a little bit current players-ish 
they're all that's all related. So here, let's go with this first one here. This time, because we're we're going right into the outro, we don't have another. This is it. Like this is this is the penultimate podcast. <laughs> you will you will tell us if we're right or wrong. Yes. <laughs> okay. The Niners have played in 19 championship games, going eight and 11, including last week's win, with five Super Bowls. Who are the three other teams? Rank two, three, and four in terms of championship game play appearances. When you say ch- championship games, you mean NFL championships and Super Bowls? NFC cha- uh, NFC or AFC championship game appearances. I want to go. These are my guess: Steelers, Raiders, Packers. I'll go Steelers, Raiders, Cowboys. I'm regretting the Cowboys already. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, what is it? Okay. Pittsburgh is second with 16. Okay. okay. Patriots are oh, third. Why didn't we think 15. of the Patriots? Dallas is fourth at 14. Oh, it was third. How did we not come up with the Patriots? Have so, we forgotten about Tom Brady already? No, we shouldn't have because <laughs> oh. John had the John Malgovic thing at the early part. That should have been... That should have been... Uh, Surprised the Raiders aren't up there because Madden had them in there a lot. They well, they are at eleven. They have eleven appearances. I'm not sure what the number is in terms of like the ranking. Well, they did have a lot of bad yeah. years. Yeah, I was gonna say after 1983, it was kind of like eh, it's been that way ever since. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Question, question number two: Sean Purdy, Brock's father, was a minor league pitcher in the 90s. Now. You may have read this in the athletic article. I actually had this ready to go last week. You may have actually had the answers on this ready. What major, major league baseball organization did he start with? We ended up getting drafted a, like three or four times, but the last one he signed his minor league contract with. So see if you can name the team he decided to start with. So he got drafted, the last team he got drafted with in the the one he made uh, the minor leagues with. I'm going to go with the Braves. It's either the Braves or the Giants. I'll go with the Giants. Okay. And then the other question is, yes, he did play for the Giants one season. Who was his teammate on that? I'll give you a hint. Yes. He was a starting pitcher for the Giants in the 2002 World Series. Game. Barry Zito? Game six. Oh, I don't want to think about game six. I can't answer that because I've erased that memory. <laughs> I can't think of it. All I can think of is that monkey that the animal uh, had. Whatever that thing was, the rally monkey. The rally monkey. So, that yeah. was brutal. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, give up. Okay. So, incidentally, he was drafted by the California Angels in 1991. So, he started his minor league career there. He bounced around a few teams, but he, he organizations. He jumped to the Giants in 95. In 97, he was with the AAA team, and his roommate at the time was Russ Ortiz. I don't know if you remember that. Mm. Oh, yeah. He yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. And then he, I think he had UCL. He had a UCL issue sometime, and then 98 was his last year with the Braves organization, and then uh, he called it quits and then went on to something else. Okay. Question number three. Who was the Super Bowl national anthem singer 
in our first Super Bowl we played in, our first Super Bowl we played in, and our last Super Bowl we won. So I'm going to go Diana Ross because that's Detroit. Super Bowl 16 is Detroit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tim was actually at the one we lost. So Tim, who's saying the national anthem? Oh, I thought you said, wait, what's oh, the last? The last the one, one in the 90s. The last one oh, in the 90s, the okay. one that we won in 94. Yeah. Uh, that was Kathy Lee Gifford. Wow, how do you know that? I did not. Because I've watched the game tape way too many times because it just puts me in my happy place. All right. Well, then, since you named that, then who's saying the night? Who's saying Super Bowl 19? It was the San Francisco Boys Chorus. Correct. Super Bowl 23? That I don't remember. I actually don't remember that one. Really, Phil, you should have your fan card. <laughs> Who was he? Oh, wait, no, it was Billy Joel. Boom. You got it. <laughs> I remember that because Christy Brink, he was married to Christy Brinkley. I remember going, oh my God, Christy Brinkley's on the TV because that's all I had to think about when I was in eighth grade. Um, <laughs> was Diana Ross correct? That was correct. You okay. were right. Tim, when the Niners beat the Broncos, yes. who was this? Who was this? Let's complete all five. I, that's not a thing. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, it was New Orleans. I'm thinking jazz. I do. I don't know. Brian, who's, who's 24? Aaron Neville. I Aaron would not Neville. have gotten that. He's, I would not yeah. have gotten that. Okay. All right. Well, well I was, I was four or five. All right. Let's, let's see if you know this one. I thought this was interesting. Okay. Right. What network was Super Bowl 16 on? CBS. All right. 19? ABC. Oh my God. 23 is NBC. CBS was 24. ABC was 29. Oh my God. You are nuts. Okay. Well, (laughs) just to put this in perspective, I actually found this stat pretty uh, interesting. $324,000 was the 32nd commercial spot in Super Bowl 16. Yeah. Super Bowl 29, it was 1.15 million for a 32nd spot. Last year, the 22, 23 Super Bowl, $7 million. So you can only imagine this year, it's going to be, what, seven, eight, nine million million? It might be nice. It's going to be ridiculous because yeah. this will be one of the most watched Super Bowls ever. Yeah. Like, betting is up 35%. So, like, now you watch it because you've got $20. I didn't, right. I didn't mean to put my entire mortgage on the table. Yeah. It just happened. <laughs> I just believed in my team. <laughs> what a All gambler. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last question. Last question. Yeah. This is a pop culture question. So Fred Warner, star linebacker of the 49ers, what TV show is his wife famous for? And are they having a boy or a girl? Well, I know the answer to the last question. Yeah. They're having a boy. Yes. I don't have a, I don't have a clue. (laughs) Her name is Sydney Hightower and she was on The Bachelor season 24. I think I have Mm. Not that I've watched that show. I had to look it up, but sure. It's yeah. okay. But Brian, we're all friends here. So we're all friends I here. There's no, there's no didn't judgment. Get picked? There's no judgment. Yeah, I don't think she got picked, but yeah. <laughs> oh no, I know she didn't get picked. She's married to Fred. <laughs> I just I just rolled in like hey, I'm just gonna take the Cindy girl I saw her on TV. I'm Fred Warner. Go. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember Fred Warner on The Bachelor. That I would have remembered. Yeah, that is it. Okay, good job, guys. Tim, I still can't believe you got all the you got all the national anthem people except for one. What have I been all telling you guys from the moment we started this podcast? I don't <laughs> get out enough. I don't have very many friends, and I grew up lonely. 
but you may be in Vegas so long. <laughs> so I'm going Sunday. Viva Las Vegas. If you do go to Las Vegas, are you guys going to go to the Wolfgang Puck restaurant? <laughs> Why do I think that prices have gone uh, slightly up at the oh. Wolfgang Puck <laughs> restaurant during Super Bowl week? <laughs> no, I'm thinking more like Panera. Well, I, I found I found the Niners Empire tailgate. So yeah. I I mean everyone there is gonna be wearing red. I know Tim's gonna be the 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 outlier <laughs> wearing a I, jacket. A I was a Chiefs fan. I will wear the red <laughs> turtleneck. That's that's as close as I can come. Believe me, okay. I, I want this curse over. Yeah. All right, let's get to the final thoughts. Yeah. I'm kind of excited. I mean. What do the Niners have to lose? The only thing they have to lose is the game. If they lose the game, then the media is like, okay, I told you so. Patrick Holmes is great. Let's coordinate him and move on. Screw it. Go out there and play football and do what you guys do best. And I think if you execute, you can do really successfully. So just screw it. David, take take that sling, smack Goliath right in the forehead and have him fall down on his face. That's all I want. Goliath down. That's all I have, really. All right. It's just that simple. Brian, final thoughts. I think both offense and defense kind of roll off one another. So whoever gets on the field first, they just need to bring it. I know our defense, they they were on the field first, right, for both playoff games, the last two playoff games, and they've given up scores, right? So that's one thing I think we want to start fast and Whoever, whoever, whatever squad goes out out there first. If it's the offense, get a long drive with many plays and just eat up clock and just beat up the defense. And if you're the defense, you want to take take Mahomes off the field. That's my thoughts. Start fast at both sides of the ball. Then we want to put a bow on this. Yeah, I think four years ago, I think just. Getting to the Super Bowl was such a it was such an accomplishment that going in, I really wasn't thinking about how the Niners could win. I just was hoping the Niners could win. But this is a team that the experts and the national media have doubted all year. First, we weren't good enough to beat the Cowboys, and then we weren't good enough to beat the Eagles, and then we we're good enough to go all the way in the playoffs. And even with those two wins, it was more why the other teams lost rather than why the 49ers won. The 49ers have been kind of kicked around as this sort of team that, yeah, they get there, but it's really Brock Purdy is a game manager. And look at Patrick Mahomes and look at Dak Prescott and look at these other marquee players who do all these amazing things. And the Niners just go in and take care of business. And that's what they've been doing since week one at Pittsburgh. That's what they did against the Cowboys. That's what they did against the Eagles. And that's what they did in the playoff games when it mattered the most. So the 49ers, they need to go in there and take care of business and play like we have seen them play all year long. This is a Super Bowl, guys. It doesn't get any bigger than this. And... The Niners, they're coming in as about our best team as we've seen in a long, long time. So they play the way they know we're capable. They play the way we know they are capable are. I think they'll be successful. Good to agree more. Niners Nation, enjoy it.
Not a lot of teams get to the Super Bowl. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the buildup. Enjoy the game. We'll be back next week for our final podcast of the season. And hopefully more good vibes than bad. <laughs> That's right. Peace out, Niners Nation. Tim, Brian, I hope you guys make it to Vegas. Party with George Kittle. Talk to you later. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Niners Talk. Stay faithful.